0: Hello and welcome to the In Conversation. I'm Nikki Cross from the future. I'm recording this about 170 episodes in. We're currently in June 2023 and I just thought I'd record an introduction to my earlier episodes for this simple reason. My sister was at breakfast the other day in a cafe and she overheard a lady saying to her friend, I have just found the inner white conversation. It's really, really useful. I'm going to go right the way to the beginning and work my way through the episodes. And it immediately made me want to try and contact this lady who I have no idea who she is and be like, no, don't do that. Because this, this podcast, it's been going for a few years. And during that time, I have grown. I have changed. I have evolved. I have grown more confident in my abilities and in my competence, not just in my podcasting abilities, but also in what I do with my clients. I've become much more sure about who I best work with, who I best serve and how we can best Have conversations around the topics that are meaningful to the people who I work with. And so it makes me want to go, oh, God, no, listen to the more recent episodes. That's where you're going to get your best value. That's where you're going to get your best insights. And it also, to be honest, makes me go, oh, in those older episodes, I sound different. I sound different because I was trying really hard. I was trying really hard to be liked and accepted. I was trying really hard to find my place in this in this space and i think it comes through i think that you can hear that and i'll be honest there's some old old episodes that i've gone back and i've thought oh that that's made me cringe or i actually disagree with myself and so it leaves me with the question why wouldn't i take the old episodes down and my simple answer is this as we all navigate life and business we all evolve and we all grow and there is always going to be an older version of us that we wish we'd have said things differently or we wish wish we'd have done things differently. Like for example, at the beginning of my business, I wish that I'd have been much more confident in who I worked with and how I can serve them and really back in my own, you know, opinions around certain things. But I can't go back. None of us can. None of us can go back to a previous version of ourselves and rewrite time. And so I'm leaving all of my older episodes in for one reason, only and that is because I want you to take these older episodes and take them for what they are a demonstration of someone growing and evolving and learning in public and I I say all of this and I introduce this episode with the hope that that not only inspires you but also helps you to give yourself permission to grow and evolve and learn in public. So many of us just won't put ourselves out there for fear that it's not going to be good enough, and you know it's not going to be right and when i when I listen back to my original my my initial podcast episodes, it's not good enough, and it's not right by my standards now, but it was back then. Everyone has to start somewhere we all have to start somewhere we can't just rock up to something and be who we want to be or have the quality that we want to have from day one. So with what you're about to listen to, please, please know that as these podcasts, as the numbers roll on, the more me you will hear me get, but that's the more me now. Yeah. And that's not to say that there isn't value and insight in these older episodes. It's just letting you know that this is my version of growing and evolving out loud. So with all that said, let's get into the episode. Hello and welcome. To episode five of the Inner Work Conversation, a podcast with busy business owners and leaders in mind. I'm Nikki Cross, owner of Thrive Life and Business, and in today's episode, I want to share my experience of adversity and a few tips on how to deal with it that helps you to build resilience and move forward in an empowered way. In this episode, I discuss how things in life and business that are not in our control can blindside us, how to shift from feeling like a victim of circumstance into finding your power, and how to access gratitude to plan your next move from a place of strength and courage. If you're tuning in, please click subscribe and don't forget to tag me in your social media platform of choice with where you're listening from and what your key takeaways have been. Let's dive straight in. So some of you might know but this weekend, the Saturday 21st of November, my Instagram account was seemingly hacked into and completely disabled and although this might not seem like a big deal, because it's just an Instagram account I suppose, it is my main platform that I run my business from and that was unintentional to be fair. I didn't think that it would be when I first launched the business but it's allowed me to connect with the people that I look to serve and I actually personally gain 80% of my new clients through, Through the Instagram platform. I've shared hundreds of posts on there that have added value to the people that I want to connect with and serve. So, to me, not being able to access it potentially permanently was a big deal. And so, that's the context behind what I want to share with you today. So, it's Monday now, and now I've had the chance to reflect on the stages that I've been through this weekend. There are four clear stages that I can identify and notice that I have personally been through and they are what I want to share with you today in this podcast episode in the hope that if you are dealing with a situation or a circumstance that is out of your control and is negatively impacting you, you can take from this episode ways that might empower you to move forward with your situation in a way that doesn't put you as a victim but instead positions you in a place of power and consciousness. So I'm going to dive straight in. There are four key stages that I definitely recognise that I personally went through. And the first one is don't resist your reality and don't resist your meltdown. Let's address those two in that order. Firstly, don't resist your reality. For me, that reality was, you're locked out of your Instagram. I noticed the way I resisted that reality initially was, I tried to get into it over and over and over and over again. I didn't accept that, no, Nikki, you're locked out. (laughs) I just kept trying to get back in, I was trying to change my password, I was trying to resist basically the reality of you are not getting back into this account, something has happened and I could see that there was a username that was unfamiliar to me, that it was saying owned my account but I was resisting that, not accepting that that was my current reality and the second thing that I noticed that I was doing is I was resisting my own meltdown, I was noticing inside of me I was angry I was upset, I was a little bit ragey, to be honest. And while I was trying to resist my current reality, I was also trying to resist the way I was feeling. I was trying to bottle it up, I was trying to push it down. And what I've noticed in myself is when I resist how I feel, when I resist a meltdown, nothing good comes from that place. It's like a coiled spring. It's like trying to hold down a bubble underwater with your hands. It's not gonna stay down there for long. So the trick is to channel how you feel in a way that empowers you, rather than either hold it down or even worse, project it onto someone or something that you really love and care for. The healthy thing to do is channel it in a way that empowers you. And that means outing how you feel in a healthy and in a safe way. So that means crying if you need to cry, journaling, getting your feelings out on paper, getting support. Interestingly, on Sunday morning, a good friend of mine messaged me asking me if I wanted to go for a socially distance walk. And I'll be honest, the last thing that I felt like doing in that moment was going on a socially distance walk. (laughs) (laughs) But I forced myself to go and quite honestly, it was the best thing that I could have done because this particular friend, she is someone who can hold space for me when I'm in not a very nice place. The other thing that I did on Saturday was told good friends and family and my husband how I felt and what my concerns and worries were. If I'm really honest with you all, I felt sorry for myself. I felt like it was unfair. I felt like, All the hard work that I'd put into building this platform and all the valuable content and the relationships with the people who've chosen to connect with me had just gone poof for a reason that was completely out of my control. And I suppose what I'm saying is you need to feel that, you need to process that and the only way to process that is to feel through it. Identifying and releasing the ripple effect of how you feel too and the things that you've identified as potential concerns or worries so for me i'd worked hard to build up that content on my platform and i'd also worked hard to learn what this platform was and how it operated and all of the things that come with social media all of the tricks and the tips and the hashtags and <laughs> all of the things that you learn to do through only through using it What I had to come to terms with was anything that I had built up and also any of the content that I had built up that other people had saved and was useful to the people that I am looking to serve, that also wasn't going to be there either. I needed to talk to people about how I felt and I needed to share those concerns and worries with people who got me and understood me and could hold space for me. So that's number one. Number one is don't resist your current reality and don't resist your meltdown. Number two is intentionally shift your energy. I mentioned in point one my friend texting me and asking me if I wanted to go for a socially distance walk. I don't know about any of you. but. For me, intentionally shifting my energy when I'm in a bad space, when I'm in a dark space, it normally means doing the thing that I don't want to do. So on this occasion, it meant saying yes to the friend who'd asked me to go for the walk with her, which then in turn meant saying yes to being open to being supported. Sometimes being that vulnerable and and staying in that space, that's not an easy thing to do. My natural tendency when something goes wrong and when I'm in a negative space is actually to go inwards and to go into my little hole and into my little shell and not let anyone in. It also meant considering what moving forward would look like. It meant considering setting up a new account and starting from scratch it meant not staying in the sad little swamp that I'd visited for too long or else I'd get stuck there wallowing around in the mud with all of my fears and all my catastrophic thinking. I think when we're in that hole, it's easy to lean on habits and thoughts and behaviours that really do not serve us. So for me, as I've said, that often looks like going into my own little hole, but it also means relying on foods that aren't healthy. It means relying on Habits and behaviours that really do not empower me. And I don't know what that is for you, but it could be anything. It could be being mean to someone else, being mean to yourself, beating yourself up, reaching for something to numb you out. So, like I've mentioned, food, for some people, it's alcohol or whatever your thing is. But the point is, you do get to choose. It's your job to slow down for a second and Get conscious and get intentional before you start slipping into unconscious thoughts and behaviors and actions. I saw a quote quite a long time ago now that reads something like, you can't see your reflection in boiling water. And to me, that rings so true. You can't see your true self when you're in rage. You can't see your true self when you're in anger and upset. So what your job is to do is to find a way of shifting that energy to be able to access a higher frequency. I have printed out in my office a vibrational frequencies chart and I share this with all of my clients and I always refer to it myself too. And it's a great visual representation that when you're in fear or anger or grief, It's very, very difficult to open yourself up to curiosity and hope. So you need to find a way of shifting your energy to access a higher frequency. As I say, I'll put that in the show notes so that you can visually see what I'm referring to there. But that's where the start of feeling empowered comes from. And so on Saturday, my own techniques, are speaking to someone who helps me to shift my perspective, walking, especially in nature, breathing the point is that we're trying to get into a conscious state we're trying to recognize that we all have actions that empower us but it takes for us to be conscious and intentional to be able to choose them The third thing is to gain perspective. So when something happens that has potential negative ramifications, it's so easy for your mind to jump a week, a month, even a year down the line. And very, very quickly, I don't know about you, but my mind can start doing what I call catastrophe rehearsing. So rehearsing for catastrophic events that haven't even happened yet. It explores all of the negative things that are gonna potentially happen from this one scenario that's happening right now. And the thing is, with every situation, when you're in it, you can't see out of it. You can't see that the things that you're fearing, you'll figure them out. You'll get through them and you'll look back on them. And you'll realise how much growth you had during that time. And you'll realise how much you learned, And you'll also be able to look back and see the opportunities that that adversity presented to you. But that's only when you look back you gain that perspective and so the trick I think in these situations when you're in them is to try and access that perspective from the moment that you're in it and that for me always stems from a place of faith. That faith is that deeply rooted belief that whatever is going to happen here I am going to be okay, I know that I'm going to be able to figure it out and I trust myself and my ability to get through what I need to get through. Cultivating faith in your own ability to handle whatever comes your way is absolutely key to resilience. It's absolutely key to being able to see the woods from the trees, particularly when you're in a difficult situation, but cultivating it is not something that you can do when you're in that difficult situation. Something that I have learned to do and help my own clients to do, who bear in mind are business owners and senior leaders, who have to deal with difficult situations often, is to slow down time, gain perspective to be able to look forward. And without going into a full training here in this podcast episode on how to do that, I would definitely say that the key ways to being able to do that are speaking to someone you know who is good at holding space for you, so if you're lucky enough to have someone who's close to you who can do that, or whether that's a coach, but it's got to be someone who not only are you comfortable with and you trust, but also they need to be comfortable with you being uncomfortable. They need to be someone who doesn't try and fix your negative feeling and doesn't try and fix the scenario but is able to hold that space for you while you figure out your way out of the sad swamp. Sometimes that person is a coach. Sometimes there's someone who is in your network. Sometimes that person is you. I know for me on Sunday morning, journaling massively helped me gain perspective on my situation and helped me to see that some things I was blowing up in my own mind and some things were really real. Some things were actual risks and justified reasons to hold concern that was something that I would need to explore when I had an objective hat on and was in a better headspace to be able to look at the options available to me. And then the last thing that I noticed that probably had the biggest impact to me was being able to access gratitude before I start planning my next steps. If I jump straight into planning mode when I am in the same state as I was when the adversity happened, which is usually that sad swamp place, the <laughs> the why me, the sad, the victim mentality space, nothing good comes from that place. And when I do try and plan when I am in that headspace, the actions that come out of that are usually from a place of fear, and scarcity and lack. So the plan that I would create when I'm in that sad swamp will reflect the energy that I am carrying in that time. So one of the things that I find particularly empowering is accessing gratitude to lift me energetically into a higher place to be able to move forward. I want to be really, really clear here though. This is not toxic positivity. I want to provide examples on what accessing gratitude sounds like and what accessing toxic positivity sounds like. Accessing gratitude is authentic, it's accessing the things that you are truly, truly grateful for. Now, this might come out as a list, but I want to be really clear that when you access gratitude, it's not writing a list of things down and looking at that list and going, you know, that's me (laughs) wiping my hands. I've accessed gratitude now. Accessing gratitude is not a list. Accessing gratitude is a feeling. Toxic positivity, on the other hand, it sounds like, oh, it could be worse. Honouring the dark and the light is something that you can do all at once. You can say, yes, this is a fully shit situation, but I also acknowledge that that I have reasons to be grateful right now, I'm not only gonna tap into the things that are shit about this situation, I am also gonna tap into all of the reasons that I've got to look at the things that I can be grateful for and the ways that I can empower myself right now. Just to summarise there, toxic positivity, that, oh, it could be worse, is using positive thoughts to try and negate the negative ones. That's not gratitude. Gratitude is holding space for the darkness and the light and it's welcoming that light in, particularly when you're in an energetically low state. So the way that I do that and the way that I work with my clients to do that are firstly to go through the three steps that I've already mentioned. So to recap them, have your meltdown, don't resist your current reality and don't resist your meltdown. Have your visit to the sad swamp if you need it. Number two intentionally shift your energy and release what you need to release number three gain perspective allow your mind to become open to alternative thoughts and then seek out gratitude so for me this weekend once i'd been through what i needed to go through i could then start to appreciate the many messages that i got from people who had noticed that i wasn't on social media they'd actually noticed that i wasn't there and had took the time to message me to ask me if everything was okay. I could appreciate the offers of help and support and links to how to get things up and running again and all of the care that people sent my way. I could appreciate my husband and my son being extra nice to me that day. And instead of looking at losing the account and the hundreds of posts that I've made as a complete loss, and from a state of, oh, it's all gone, I've lost it all, I could then start to look at, you know, well, actually, I've gained a lot of experience there, and I've gained a lot of learning, and all of that experience and learning has helped me to see that if I've done it before, I can do it again. I can rebuild, and I can see how far I've come and how much I've learned, and I can use that experience to create even more value and even better content for the people who choose to reconnect with me. There were so many more things that I'd written down, but once I was done, it wasn't just a list. I genuinely felt grateful, and more importantly, I felt ready to face rebuilding again. And it's been the thing that has allowed me to record this podcast today. I don't know if I've mentioned it already, but I'm now back in my Instagram account. <laughs> but I'd planned to record this podcast anyway, and there there you go. There's another reason to be grateful Because having that adversity has allowed me to share this experience with you who if you've got to this point in this episode hopefully you have gained some tools and techniques to put in your tool belt to help you handle adversity moving forward. And I think that's the thing, when you're in these situations whatever the adversity is that you're facing you've got to be able to move on, you've got to be able to move forward. And when things happen, one of the things that you notice is the world doesn't just stop because you're facing adversity. So you've got to keep moving too. But it's better to do that in a way that helps you to feel empowered as opposed to a victim of the situation. And that's where I want to summarise really. I understand completely in the past three years there's been some adversity that has been a lot more impactful to my life than losing my Instagram account, one of which was losing my mum in 2017. And adversity can come in many, many different forms and can have different impacts on your life. So I understand that there are things that happen that are completely out of our control and some of them are completely life-changing. But when we place our happiness, our contentedness and our mental health in life and business, in things that are outside of ourselves, our inner world then becomes dependent on our outer world. And therefore, when things are good, we feel good. But when things are bad, we feel bad. And that is absolutely not a power that I am willing to give away. So I invite you today to make that decision. You can handle adversity, but that doesn't mean that your inner world has to be completely shaken by it. So I hope that sharing this has helped you. Going through those, those steps definitely helped me with the adversity that I have experienced this weekend, but also the different forms of adversity that we have faced generally in life and in business. As always, I'd love to hear if these steps could help you too. So don't forget to get in touch if they do. And a new podcast will be released this Thursday on schedule with another fantastic interview. So thank you so much for staying with me and tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. It wasn't a scheduled one, but it was something that I wanted to share with you. If this episode did resonate with you, please don't forget to click subscribe and consider sharing this episode with another leader or business owner that it might help. Finally, if you'd like to stay updated with me and what I'm up to, I'll leave all the links to the social media accounts that I have in the show notes, or you can head over to tlb.org.uk. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you in the next episode.